welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 68, verse 3, which says, But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Well, here comes Tuesday, mostly cloudy in my area, and definitely not as warm as the last few days. The weather is certainly playing some games with us this month, being hot and cold or unstable, like so many of us are in these turbulent times. But nonetheless, as long as we are alive and have the Holy Spirit of Almighty God dwelling in us, we have to give thanks for his awesome blessing of keeping the breath of life flowing through our mortal bodies. That's an unconditional requirement, my faithful brethren. As Brother David says in Psalm 68, God has gone before his people, but let the righteous be glad, let them rejoice before God, yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Jah, which is a shortened Hebrew form of Lord, and rejoice before him. And that's, that comes from Psalm 68, verses 3 to 4. Oh, my people, we could not get any better advice than that, or do anything more appropriate than sing praises to a wonderful God all the days of our lives. Now, that recalls the similar words of Moses in his farewell speech to the children of Israel. When he says, There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, which means beloved one or children of Israel, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help and in his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, Destroy them. <laughs> that comes from Deuteronomy 33, 26 to 27. And, and those very encouraging and uplifting words, my people, yes, they certainly are. And they lead us to Psalm 91, where the psalmist talks about God is a refuge and a fortress. He says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I shall say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. And that's taken from Psalm 91, verses 1 to 2. Oh, friends, isn't it wonderful to have a power mightier than us? in whom we can find eternal security? It certainly is. And I like how the psalmist continues assuring us of the safety and security found in the one true and living God, he of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He says, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler or the bird trapper, and from the noisome, perilous, or deadly pestilence, 
he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust or take refuge. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler, that's a small shield. Thou shalt not be afraid for or of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth or lays waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. And that's taken from Psalm 91, verses 3 to 8. What words of utter confidence in our God? And that's the kind of confidence that we need to have in these troubled days, my fellow saints of Christ. Unfortunately, though, too many of us don't have that level of faith and trust in the God we supposedly serve. But what's the sense of serving a God if we don't have the utmost trust in him? Eh? None whatsoever. We say we surrender our lives to Jehovah God, but yet we hold back certain aspects of it from him and don't put everything before him, foolishly trusting in our own finite and puny selves to accomplish what only God can do. For as Jesus so rightly asked, which of you, by taking thought or worrying, can add one cubit unto his stature or height? And why take he thought for raiment? Why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed, or clothed, or dressed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed or clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much, much more clothe you? O ye of little faith! And that's taken from Matthew 6, 27 to 30. Yeah, friends, if our Heavenly Father looks after his lesser creations so well, why wouldn't he look after his greatest creation better than them? Eh? But we must sincerely believe that he is God and a good God at that. For as the author of Hebrews declares, but without faith it is impossible to please him. That's God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And you can find that in Hebrews 11 verse 6. And the rest of that chapter goes on to tell us about all the people of great faith that served the Lord down through the ages, even though they may not have received the earthly treasures they wanted. But they knew, had the faith to believe that greater treasures existed in heaven. And as the author of Hebrews explains, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, 
but having seen them afar off and were persuaded or assured of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And that's taken from Hebrews 11, verse 13. Now, that's the kind of attitude, the level of faith to which we need to aspire, my people. It doesn't mean that we should not enjoy the goodness of God down here on earth, but we must acknowledge that earth is not our eventual home, that heaven is, and that's where our real treasure will be found as we spend eternal life with our great and wonderful triune God. But the only way we will raise the level of our faith is by surrendering all of ourselves to God, not parts thereof. And then seriously studying the word of God, believing it and putting it into action in our lives. Otherwise, you know what? We'll just live a life being scared, being scared of even our own shadow. However, for those of us who are sincerely attempting to live a faithful life for God, let's go home now declaring our year. I spelled it right today. Let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know who we are. All together now, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. And no one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. <laughs> and friends, having declared that, let's go out now and share the awesome love and friendship of Jesus with all those we meet now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, when you truly know Jesus, all you want to do is share him with others. And that's a fact, friends. When Jesus is bubbling up in you, all you want to do, you have to let it come out. Yeah? And the best way to let it come out is to share it with others. So as we do our love walk today and Jesus bubbles up in us, just let us let it out. Now, just easy, let it out, let it flow. Jesus will do everything else that we need to get done. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.